The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are today's topics. Arsenal put in a statement performance at Stamford Bridge. Ten-man Man City leave it late as they secure all three points against Fulham. A Mo Salah braces enough for Liverpool to see off Spurs. Unite Emery starts his Aston Villa managerial career with a win versus Manchester United. Newcastle dominant as Southampton reportedly decide to fire Ralph Passenhurtle. And Jesse Marsh's leads incredible comeback at the expense of Bournemouth. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. Musty, and let's not forget about Premier League Pick'em, your chance to win $50,000. Play Premier League Pick'em for free and you can become the next big winner. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app today, available in the App Store or Google Play Store. Okay, my friend, as you said, let's kick things off with, I suppose, the big game of the weekend, probably, at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea versus Arsenal. Arsenal going particularly well. Chelsea going well in in European competition, but a little bit of a struggle in the Premier League. Um, Arsenal go to Stamford Bridge, Rob, and I sort of labelled it a 1-0 hammering <laughs> for, for Arsenal. Just in the point that it, it, I think if you look and just saw the, you know, you go on social media and see, oh, Arsenal won, Chelsea nil, you might think, oh, it was a bit tight and mm. Chelsea just, uh, Arsenal just nicked it. Mm. It wasn't the case. No, it wasn't. And I, I, it's just another bit of evidence that Arsenal are, have come on an incredible amount, an incredible amount. I mean, I... You'd always think, even with Arsenal's position where they were, this is going to be a very difficult game. And we know that Chelsea are kind of transitioning and trying to find something under new manager Graham Potter. But the, the slickness of the football, again, this is away from home. Yeah. It's, a, it's a London derby at mm-hmm. Chelsea. The, dom- the, the domination of possession, the slick football through each area of the field. I mean, like you said, we just expected more goals. I mean, it's, it's just as... It's, a, it's, it's shocking uh, mm. how good they look mm. and confidence and time together and growing. Uh, Arteta said afterwards, Rob, about it's still a young team that's maturing. And I think that's a really accurate yeah. way, in my opinion, of mm. describing them at the moment. They are, they are improving. They are maturing. They're super young, but they're so grooved. Mm. And the football is, is great. The, the maturity is a really interesting line. And, and you say you picked up, we picked up off off the uh, interview of, uh, of Mikel Arteta after the game. I'm going to point you to, to one incident, to one person who epitomises what's changed at Arsenal. It was in the second half. It was a challenge went in, I think, between Chalibur and Jacker. Kovacic came running over, shoved Granit Xhaka. A few of the players started to get involved. And Granit Xhaka put his hands behind to, to his side Stood up firm as though he's standing up for what he believes, but there was no hint of a push or any way he was going to use his arms. There was no hint of a head that we've seen in the past where he's going to intimidate. 
There's a maturity in uh, the... No, no, just finishing that, I, I think there was a hint of a smile. Yeah, like, almost yeah, like, whatever. yeah, you can't yeah, wind yeah. me up because in the past, you've done that to Granite Jack and you've known you're going to get a response. You've known. The head's going to be in your face. Yeah, and in that moment, the red call comes out, the game might change, it's a different atmosphere. It's almost like that maturity is part of... Yeah, I know what you're doing now. Okay, you're trying to wind me up. Well, we're too good for that now. We, we've moved on from that team maybe 12 months ago, 18 months ago, who would have reacted in a different way, who would have been, you know, somebody would get pinched, somebody would get things, somebody get a red card, and it affects the thing. That's part of the maturity. The football is one big part, but the mental, the, the emotional control now is also you know, an important part. Do you know where I think that comes from? I think that comes from a real confidence Right, real confidence and confidence. I remember we had a, a sports um, psychologist coach that, that 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 said to us, "I can't tell you how great you are. I can't give you confidence. Mm. I can't because yeah. it's not real. You've got to earn your confidence. Mm. And I think by performances, results, it's a it's a holistic process yeah. where they are confident now. It's mm. obvious. You can see it the way that they play." In, in things like that where they square up and, like, yeah. they're okay with it because yeah. they're so comfortable with themselves. And it, it goes back to Mikel Arteta. It goes back to time. It goes back to we don't know where the ceiling is with yeah. young players yeah. in general. In general. Now, Arsenal have got, on average, one of, if not the youngest team in the Premier League. Yeah. And we don't know how far, how good Saka's going to be. Mm. We don't know yet how far Martinelli's going to go and how great he's going to be. Yeah. And many, many others. So... Um, it was another statement. I mean, at times Chelsea have been, we'll get on Chelsea in a second, mm. have struggled a little bit, but at times yeah. they've played good football. Yeah. That in their own backyard, with a manager that's desperate to impress his home fans, I just, again, like, wow, Arsenal's quality and, and grooved uh, aspect of their play is, is impressive. The other thing that, that was impressive, Robin, and, and I looked at the numbers, and we're going to talk about this guy a little bit more, but Gabriel Jesus, no goals in his last nine games in all competitions so it's not with it's not the early in Haaland scenario where like get the service into a front guy and he's continuing to score goals now yes Gabriel Jesus does other elements of the game and we'll talk about that in a minute but mm. it's not a team that's just you know and, and I didn't particularly want to want to go there but but I, I feel I have to in that there was a time at Arsenal where Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang was the man when he played well and they scored they won games it happened a lot. It happened a lot. happened a lot. And the team relied on him. If he played badly, pretty much, or wasn't really at it, the team struggled. Mikel Arteta made a huge choice, and we, we saw some things on social media where he said, you know, he's London's blue now, and he's back, and, he, you know. And it, and yeah, that. it was all that stuff came out. By the way, he had eight touches of the ball, got substituted, and shows why Arsenal have moved on mm. from those days. You know, just, just going back to, to Gabo Jesus, he is actually my underappreciated performer from this weekend. Mm. And I'll tell you for why. Yeah, yeah he didn't score. Yeah. And he hasn't scored goals. But talk about work for the team. Mm. Unselfish mm. play. Mm. Closing players down from, by the way, pretty much everywhere on the field. From high yeah. to wide to all the way back. To holding the ball up. To making unselfish runs in wide areas and crossing it for others. Mm. Now... Uh, there's probably podcasts in the past, maybe in the future, where we're going to want more goals from yeah, him, yeah, right? All yeah. I'm saying is yeah. that, that, yep, he's not scoring right now, but don't underappreciate Correct. what he's doing in terms of that side and his infectious work ethic, his desire to win, of being in the middle of the melee, yeah. and he's fired up like the whole team is fired up. So I just wanted to give him a, a special little shout-out because yeah. 
the goals aren't coming. I mean, he should have scored one today. Yeah, he should have scored the header. His timing was off yeah. or something. I don't know. Maybe he was worried about the goalkeeper coming out. That was that looked a bit awkward. But in general, his general play and what he gives to this team is, I think, was pretty stunning. Yeah, so it's, I'm going to really yeah, give him a mention because um, he's more. He's, a, he, he's ten times a footballer. I thought he was Rob. I thought he was a goal scoring like play on the shoulder kind of thing. He can play, he can drop in, he can go wide, as you say, he can midfield play. Mm. He, he, he drops in at fullback if he asked him oh, to, no. to, to, to block in. I mean, and, and he's, won, he's won titles before. He's probably a very wealthy young, young boy. He's probably come down to London and has taken this thing on like... Yeah, new challenge. Know, new, new challenge. It couldn't be in more contrast to how Aubameyang left the football club and slinked out the football club to what you're getting from, yeah. from Jesus. So, yeah, really good shout on that one. Mm. Let's move on to Chelsea, mate, yeah. because um, this has to go down as disappointing in, in the disappointing draw. And it, and it wasn't the disappointing of the Brighton 4-1 and, you know, that was a little bit kind of surprising. I think the thing for me, Robert, I'll just throw this one out there first, is that it's going to take some time. Okay. And we've seen, we talked about Eddie Howe on the show today, how I think Newcastle-Chelsea next week and, and how he's being in time and how we start to see it. What I would say is, the equation still needs working out to get the best from the talent in this group. Mason Mount was almost like, I said to you one time, I can't remember what he did today. Uh, you can say that for a few of the players. Yeah. Raheem Sterling, not yeah. quite sure. Sterling's you know, quiet. Aubameyang. Aubameyang not with eight touches. Or yeah, something. Not, like, he's going to have to work this equation out to start getting more efficiency and better performances from big-name star players who've got potential. Hmm. Okay, so... Uh, I think that's obviously a part of it. He's shuffling through what he's got right mm -hmm. now. We've talked many times about the different systems. Graham Potter was very honest afterwards with his words. We're beaten by a better team today. A team that's been together a long period of time. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Very much continuity in terms of their lineup. Um, so there's that part of it, the newness yeah. and trying yeah. to figure out stuff. Yeah. And also, Fafana, Rhys James, N'Golo Kante, Ben Sherwell, Kepa. I mean, Kovacic played, but was an injury yeah. doubt. That, that's, that's like, what's that, four? I mean, four or five first-teamers that are yeah. out right yeah. now. He's got to deal with that as well. Since coming into the job, mm. he's had game, three days game, three days game, three days. I mean, that's not easy to get stuff going. So I am, I am giving him... I, I, I'm, I'm, not over, I'm not overreacting to these results right yeah. now. The European football's been better, it seems. They, they mm. did well in their group. But this was a bit of a an honest reality check where they are right now yeah. compared to an Arsenal team that are grooved, playing a lovely style of football, they've been together a long time, like I said. So I think Rebecca said it in the show today that you've got to give him time, and yeah. I totally agree yeah. with that. Um, I, I, I really like what he does, and we've seen flashes of that in his game so far as Chelsea manager, yeah. but, but there's been quite a few now. Was it four winless, I think? Yeah, two draws. Chelsea two lost defeat. the last couple yeah, of games two, in the Premier League. Two defeats, two draws. Yeah, uh, so last four, yeah. very much a work in progress. Just, just on a couple of individuals, Rob. Raheem Sterling is so important to them because he's such a good player, yeah. and I think in terms of his personality, you want a confident, uh, happy Raheem Sterling in your club. Yeah. He's been at other clubs. Yeah. He's been, he's been successful. He wanted to come to get a new challenge, come to Chelsea. He is key for me. Yeah. If he starts playing well and scoring goals, then everything else can help. I mean, Kai Havertz, and I'll, and I'll let you jump in, Rob. Still. Yeah. frustrates me so much where his play looks like he doesn't, he's not giving everything. I mean, it's so different to yeah. Jesus. Maybe his personality. Maybe his personality, yeah. the way he plays. Yeah. And yet then he sticks the ball in the mm. top corner and I'm like, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. So again, I'm still 
wanting more of, of, of Havertz. It's interesting, uh, just this, this Chelsea, and, and, and as I said a couple of times on the podcast, I used to live near the training ground and know the area well. I know the football club, Rob. Mm. And there's always gossip. Chelsea's a gossip club. There's always <laughs> stories. There's always something leaking or something. And you talked on, on our, our last pod, I think, or something. Like, you get the sense there's a few people like wanting him to yeah, fail. I can't of. wait for him to fail. I just hope that like, it's new ownership at this football club now. They talked about the culture at the football club that you're going to change. Just hope that, that, that all that can be put aside and, and, and so Bowley can come out if necessary and, and, and just say the right things in terms of it's part of his development and Graham Potter's here for the future. And just, I'm sure he is, Rob. I'm just, sure yeah, he is. Just, just give the, the manager the confidence he yeah. needs. But the fans and yeah. the, everybody yeah. else... Nothing's like, never, yeah, never changing. Yeah, just like, this just is hold on a minute. Yeah, we, we've got some work to do together and we're going to do that work. Because mm. um, it would just help, help him now. And I think, you know, where Chelsea are... Honestly, mate, it's like a rumour monger. There used to be press officers camped outside Chelsea training ground because mm. you know somebody will be happy in a play or toy story. Somebody's telling you about somebody in the boardroom and there was mm. always something. Mm. Just, you know, let Graham Potter do... You've, you've given him the job, let him do the job and, and let's see where we yeah. go. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, but again, finally, like, yeah. well done, well done Arsenal. Arsenal. Well done, Arsenal. Well Top well of the Premier done. League again. I mean, it's, it's pretty remarkable how they're playing right now. Okay, next game, my friend, is Manchester City. Yes. Of course, we always you know, try and focus on the top mm. of the league table at the start of the podcast. 2-1 um, against Fulham. Yeah. Uh, late goal penalty from yeah. Erling Haaland. Yeah. On a bit of a rash challenge from Anthony US, yeah, US yeah. international Anthony Robinson. Mm. Um, he didn't start the game, Rob, and, and we did a little f- little tactical thing beforehand about how City plays so yeah. high up. De Bruyne yeah. was in there, Gundogan was in there getting forward. They have different ways of trying to score when Erling Haaland's not playing. It, it's first off, big incident, the Cancelo. Yeah. Red I, card. Yeah, I thought it was a red card. I thought it was a denial of a goal-scoring opportunity. I think he went to try and go shoulder to shoulder, yeah. which would have been legitimate and okay. Yeah. Harry Wilson just sneaked across him. He missed, him. He missed, he the, missed the shoulder, the shoulder and hit his back. And once you do that, I think it's a foul. Um, and I think it is a red card. I think once you give the foul and the penalty kick, you've got to give the red card. So now the goal-scoring opportunity. So Cancelo goes off, I think, just under half an hour. 26 minutes. Yeah. So you've got to go 60-odd minutes with 10 men. Fulham score, Pereira scores the penalty at one each. And at 10 men, my friend... Manchester City yeah. dominate possession. It, it, continue it's, it's a good to, game. to it's, it's, a good it's, game. It's, it's, it's incredible what they're doing, how they're doing it. They could play with, and I think you said it. They could play with a man less yeah. and still finish in the top, top four. six, top four. Well, right? no, I don't know about that. Top right. four. Well, the man less, top four. With the man less, they they would have beat they would have beat Chelsea today with a man less. <laughs> yeah, I mean that uh, that's yeah. I mean, but, in, but isn't that crazy? I mean, isn't that that's crazy? why we've no. You know, people talk about, listen, we've played against the great Man United, the great Arsenal teams. We, I've missed but watched the, the great Chelsea teams. This is, we, this would, is never, diff- we, we would never this say that about diff- those teams. This is different, mate. Mm. No, you, you, different you, gravy. You've gone from an, an incredible uh, squad of players yeah. to maybe the best manager the world's ever seen to endless money yeah. to strengthen yeah. and, and great structure and the club academy bringing players mm. through. It's hard to compete with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, if if I mean, everything's done, done well <sighs> and done right. Yeah, it's hard to compete when you've got the best striker, you've got the best manager, you've got tons of money and great facilities and great youth academy. That's pretty blimmin' good. Do you know the, the, the one thing that, that this football club probably doesn't ever want to think about, but at some point it will happen, that Pep Guardiola is going to leave? 
Yeah, that, that changes everything. And changes that's a, everything. That's a game changer, isn't it? Yeah. They, he, he they is... need to be thinking now about if that day is a year, 10 years, five years or whatever. We've seen what happened at Manchester United when Sir Alex left yeah. and what that bought. Manchester City need to start thinking now mm. about the succession to this to the great guy. Just, I just want to mention Fulham real quick, Rob, mm. because I had a really nice... I actually jumped on a podcast with um, US international Tim Ream. Oh, yeah. Um, does a little podcast and gets various guests on, and I jumped on with him last week, and he kind of gave me a little bit of a heads up. He said, we won't be doing much different here for this. Mm-hmm. And like, like he yeah. said, I mean, the, yeah. the team was the same 4-2-3-1. Four, four, yeah. No difference in terms of, like, you know, defensive oh. players instead of attacking no players. No Mitrovic, by the way, though, mate. Yeah. No Mitrovic. Vin- uh, Vinicius played the front, which is a big loss for them, isn't it? Yeah, to go there big, big and still say we're going to play the same way. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and maybe he knew something. Mm. But, of course, he jumped on the pod, and I'm like, wow, uh, how are you doing? How are you looking forward <laughs> to the weekend yeah, against yeah. the big man? And yeah. his first words were, not sure he's going to play. Oh, so, yeah, that... so, you know, maybe in the game in, in England, there was a yeah. bit more sense that there's more of a problem. And, of course, he didn't start. I mean, there wasn't, he came on and looked okay. Um, but, no, I just, I just thought I'd mention Tim Ream because, mm. you know, we talk a lot about Leeds United, Rob, and the American influence of the manager and different players. Yeah. Tim Ream, I think he was telling me, he's played the last, I think, 62 games back-to-back. He's mm. 35 years of age. Yeah. He's playing in the best league in the, in the world. Mm. He's, he's up against I mean, some of the best players. Some of the best players, his best strikers. Yeah. He's in, in, in great shape because of his mm. record of playing games. Yeah. He plays alongside, inside, the yeah. U.S. men's national team, Anthony Robertson, is a left yeah. back. Yeah. He said, they, we, know, we know each other inside and out. I said to him, how come you're not in the squad? What's yeah, going I mean, on? He, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he said, it's been, it's been a long time. Don't know. Don't know. Just haven't. You know, You've uh, got to give Greg Berhalter a call. And well, just I just, I him mean, a, give listen, him a nudge Zimmerman, in the right direction. Is it Long, Zimmerman, yeah, long and others Zimmerman, are playing. Players, I don't watch them yeah. as much as yeah. maybe I, I would like to. They must be good. Wouldn't you feel that experience? 35 years of age playing, could come on, could start, could be good. Good on the ball. Berhalter likes to play out, to be technical. Tim Ream's biggest strength is is decision-making and his rarely makes mistakes in terms of possession. So That's a good shout. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I, I, yeah, we'll we'll look, see. We'll mm. see. And England will see. I'm yeah, just surprised that a guy playing at top of his game... And I think it's named, isn't it, in the US squad, World Cup squad, named this week? Like earlier, yeah, like isn't it? Early is it like Monday or Tuesday like, this yeah, week? Someone this week yeah. So. yeah, it's a good shout. Let's yeah, see you. Good chat with but, him. Um, yeah, good guy. Eventually, win, another win for City in, in mm. the end, courtesy of uh, the penalty of Anthony Robinson foul on KDB. Erlen Holland gets his 18th Premier League goal of the season. Incredible number. Mm. Gets a goal. Just on that one, before we go, before we move on, yeah. the scenes at the end. Oh, yeah. Pep Guardiola yeah, and the shot. place. And talking yeah. about... I mean, we've seen Pep. We've seen Pep when they've won and not be over happy. Sometimes when they've not won or drawn, and he's, you know, he's always said, we played great football. I've seen Pep win titles, not seem to celebrate in the manner... Yeah. I mean, this was incredible. He got the yeah. fans. He talked he about. The f- he went, he went, he went to the players, like grabbed the honor, didn't yeah. he? Pretty much, and talked about the atmosphere in the Etihad. And, and let's put it out there: at times, people say the Etihad's a cold place, and it's a, it's a little bit of a, a tongue-in-cheek kind of dig. I'm not sure it's, it's, it's entirely true. As well, no, I don't. They got it's a bit fans. like oh, they got, United they got, they got a ton they got, of fans. They got a ton of fans and, and for, fans for long, get, long time ago when yeah, things weren't going well. They behind them. But the point being that you know, I think Pep wanted to make a thing, but he said. It was important for us, the players, to go and appreciate the fans and what they played. Whether that was because they were ten men and how they dominated I think, the game I think and, and maybe won it. it was Rob. But he was, he, he was incredible scenes. I, 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 I oh, yeah. well, you know what? I went I went onto the um, 
I went on to the fixtures and like, well, is that the last game? Is that the last game before the World Cup? Because yeah. it's like that, you know. We, yeah, yeah, we, thank we're you gone for, now, yeah, yeah. But no, they, they've still got yeah. games at home. League Cup. And they've got Brentford, they've got League yeah. Cup. Um, not sure the League Cup is. Um, yeah, it's home against Chelsea on Wednesday. Yeah. Third round of the League Cup. Yeah, Chelsea, and then next weekend, it, yeah. next Saturday, they've got Brentford at home. Yeah. It's actually our early game, 7.30 mm. um, Eastern time in the morning on USA. So they are playing again at home. Yeah, but yeah. We, we were like, what? I, I mean, we he's them? calling to cameras yeah. and shaking the camera and doing all this. So, was, yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand why. Maybe because they've shown that with with a man less from nearly blimmin' yeah. three quarters of the game, mm. they're still competitive yeah. in the Premier League and could go on and win a game. And based on that, they were that. Let's just say they were ten men down and lost that game, and Arsenal won and whatever. All of a sudden, it would have been different. They went top of the league. Yeah, he knows these certain games, doesn't he? To win a title, that you've got to come out on top. And I just get the sense he felt that was a really, really important mm. three points. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well done. Good win. Yeah. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Let's go to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, Tottenham versus Liverpool. Um, Liverpool in in different form. Tottenham just. Came off a really good win midweek in Marseille that got them through to the group stages, uh, the knockout stages of the Champions League. It's a Tottenham team that we know, we've almost said, we're not even going to talk first off, but <laughs> don't get started. Liverpool played a slightly different shape. We've done a, a little tactic session on the 4 4 2 diamond shape with yeah. Nunes and Salah as a central pair, Bobby Firmino underneath. Liverpool started, I think you said when you looked down the two team sheets, Liverpool should win it. They're, they're better quality of player. And mm. it looked that way for. Majority of the first half. Well, the first half, yeah, I thought yeah. the first half they were really, yeah. really good, and and the uh, and the coming together of Darwin Nunez and Mo Salah uh, has has happened. It, it happened, I think, last weekend it happened. Yeah. But in the European competition against uh, Napoli, when they yeah. won two 0 uh, at Anfield, they went back to four three three, and there was a little there was a, a hint from Mo Salah that he actually prefers playing right. on that right. side. Right. Yeah. I was a little surprised at that because he's so good going through the middle, mm. being in behind, being a, in a central position to be the scorer, because yeah. it doesn't often. Well, often it, it does because he's scored a ton of goals. But being on the outside restricts, I would say, the opportunities. Yeah, chances, yeah. So I think it made total sense for him to play with Nunes up front, with Firmino in behind, and it worked well. Yeah, and and Darwin well. Nunes, Rob, made these runs in behind Eric Dyer a lot. Yeah. Uh, they combined well. They got close together in the penalty box. That's where the, the goal came got, from. Yeah. With Mo Salah's uh, first goal, wasn't it? Where he, where he, he stopped it and, and hit it in from... And they were great value. Great yeah. value in the first half. Spurs, again, were the same... Kind of passive and, and, and unable. Well, maybe not as much as normal. Yeah, I thought they, they, they had they, a little go a bit once, more. Once had a bit Liverpool of a go. got the first goal, I thought they had a little go. They were a little bit more progressive. Let's not forget the missing son, Richarlison, Romero, Kuzemski, Romero. Yeah. Perisic played sort of next to Harry Kane up, up top. He had mm. Sessignon and, and Real in, in the wing back positions who. At times, I think we all expect a little bit more from and, and probably need upgrading for Spurs to be yeah. able to compete. But, um, yeah, it, it, was, it was about those front two. It was about that movement. It was about Spurs being stretched. And I have to say, Robin, and I have to point to an Eric Dyer making the kind of error mm. that, at the moment, is the reason why I still don't fully trust him. I still think there's one of those moments in Eric Dyer. And unfortunately for him, it's going to stay with him until he gets to the level where 
you, you trust him to not make errors. I'm okay, I think, with Eric Dyer because obviously, Rob, he's a, he's a, he's a great human being. Correct. He's a good leader. Correct. He's, he's generally good on the ball passing out. Mm -hmm. Him playing in the centre with Christian Romero to his right-hand side and A another to his left-hand side, mm -hmm. then, okay, you know, maybe that is, is a back three that can win the Premier League in, in the future. Mm. Now, Ben Davis with Eric Dyer, Lonley, Long maybe it's a little bit harsh, mm. or, or Davison Sanchez with Eric Dyer. No, why, there's got to be two other... Why are you saying that, though? Are you saying they affect Dyer? I'm, saying, Dyer not... I'm, I'm saying Dyer is a, is a weak-ish weak defender. Given to where they want to be. Well, Romero yeah, yeah. is a beast of a defender. So he two needs, beasts, so Dyer he needs, needs two really good defenders around him. And I don't think Ben Davis is, is that good. I don't think Davison Sanchez is that good. So that okay. back three that he wants the foundation to be, I don't think it can be if mm. Dyer's going to be part of it. And again, Dyer, you know, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah, an international yeah. player. But, I, but for them to have the foundation that I think the manager wants, there's got to be a new centre-half in the club. There's got to be different players. I mean, Perisic at left wing-back, yeah, is, 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 is decent. Good. Well, at times, it can be exposed on at the defensive side. At times, a little yeah. bit. Right yeah. wing back is a problem. Yeah, yeah. It's a problem. Again, getting to where they want to be. be yeah. Midfield, there's another creative player yeah. that needs to come in there. Yeah. And then when you look at the front players, that's pretty yeah, good. That's pretty good, yeah. When everyone is fit. I mean, Kulusevsky comes on for Son, uh, 25 uh, minutes at the end of the game. Yeah, look, that's really good. Team. So, one, two, three players, Rob. Would make a big difference. I think so. Now, whether we're going to look for any of those in January yeah, window, yeah. three players, maybe so four let, if you give let, a left let's, wing back. Let's say two more windows to get those three players. Let's say two more windows, Rob. Yeah. We, should we be? Well, should we be thinking? Should we be ready to say, okay, we, we, why we not? can go? Well, why not? That, that, that's the question. So why two windows. So January's one window. Next summer's the yeah, second window. Yeah, so Can they get three or four between now and then? Maybe couple out the door because they're a bit heavy in some areas. I mean, yeah. heavy in right backs, right wing backs who they don't particularly want. A special and then, creative and, and midfield then that, ne that next season, okay, we're serious now. Yeah. If you can imagine a, I mean, play for Spurs in the um, Luka Modric. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just saying, that mm. type. To yeah, a little to, football, yeah. Because in, so in Harry Ventacore, doesn't have to keep dropping deep. Right. It, it, it was an, He's so good at it, but it's slightly annoying me because at times I want him at the other end of the pitch, like with Kulusevski, heading, heading, heading in where he can head it in. And, and, and his, you want Harry to, to, to pass it forward and Harry to be on the end of it to score the goal. Now, when we said about the midf midfield players, Bentancourt, Basuma, yeah. Hoiberg, yeah. kind of similar. Quite well, kind of, kind of similar though. Kind of yeah. similar players. So if you had a Mitt Modric or a that type, that's going to really help that area. And the right wing back is really is really yeah, important. Is it, is it? And, and a centre back, there's three there. Maybe the left wing back, four. If mm. if we're going to be greedy, yeah. but again. Not cheap to get players that, that are that quality to win the Premier League. So, yeah, just a little short. Better in the second half. Yeah, better when yeah. they're pressing. Better Correct. when they, they've got to mm. go for something. Um, but not quite enough to get back on level terms. No, and um, Jurgen Klopp would say that he, you know, wasn't as pretty as he'd like. And he was talking about we have to hang on at the end. He put three centre-backs, got Gomez in there. With yeah, Kante yeah and hang on a little right bit. But just to hang that's, on that's, and, that's, and deal with it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. It. I think Take so. three points, move on. And they've got Southampton next week, Rob. So they win that one. All of a sudden, mm. 22 points, I think, get around seventh before the break. Yeah. That looks a little bit healthier. and gives you a chance right. to um, go at things in the second half of the season. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. 
Let's move it to a really interesting game. Aston Villa, Manchester United. Unai Emery's first game in charge. A Villa team that haven't beaten Manchester United for 27 years. You would <laughs> um, couldn't have got off to a better start. Goal after seven minutes with Leon Bailey. Goal after 11 minutes with Cadinha. Uh, an own goal from Ramsey just before half-time got Manchester United maybe a, a back into it. But then Ramsey scored a really nice third goal to, to wrap the points up. And a, a brilliant, brilliant start, start for Unai Emery. And Villa Park was rocking, mate. Well, we, listen, rocking. we went to Villa Park, didn't we? And uh, God, what an atmosphere it is. What a stadium it is. And what a place to be when they're playing well. I mean, everybody at Villa Park is excited with Unai Emery's yeah. appointment. We know that. He's a winner, experienced and I think we said before, Rob, or I said before, that Villa in the Premier League is, is a great fit. It is like a Sevilla or a Valencia, yeah. you know, a Villarreal. Mm, Villarreal is a little bit different. It's kind of a lot smaller. But a, a, a team that's just off of the, yeah, the big ones. Big, so yeah, expectations are a little less. Mm. That's where he, he gets, gets better out of players that, that, you, that are just off the level of yeah, the champions the top, and, yeah, the, and the, top, top level, the Champions yeah, League guys. Yeah. So it's an ideal appointment. Brilliant start. Mm. I mean... Yeah, he couldn't have done much, apart from pick the side. And, and yeah, he yeah, went to yeah. a bit of a 4-4-2, Rob, which was interesting. Like, yeah, simplify a things a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like not too many things in people's head. I think that frees you up sometimes. And I don't know what was happening under Stevie. And mm. we hear a few reports that people said he was a little bit rigid and whatever. But there's nothing better than when, you know, a 4-4-2, and we both played in that system. I used to find it such a, such a comfort. Mm. I've got my next midfield player there. I've got my wide player there. I've got a guy behind me. You know, in front. I you know, know all the scenarios. You know, yeah. Ever, yeah. The nothing surprises problems. you. I'm not yeah. ever exposed or in a position where I'm, I don't know where my teammate is. Well, you're not heavily outnumbered at any point. Correct. And, and sometimes that just helps. Within a football club, the basic structure that everybody understands and can, can adhere to gives you a start. Because when I look at Villa's team, Rob, there's talent. There's real talent in that group. And, and Unai Emery... And shown, I mean, they scored four goals the week after Stevie left. They got three goals against Manchester United uh, today. And Unai Emery, as you talk with the kind of players he's worked with, will find a way of, of getting the best out of Buendia and Coutinho, Innings and Watkins and Bailey and Ramsey. And I can c continue. A lot of good players. Yeah, I'm just, it's just funny how even his first selection, like Dendonka, yeah. hasn't really had a look in. Of course, a new signing from Wolverhampton Wanderers. And... You know, he's in the lineup. I mean, he's going to look at things differently in yeah, terms of team yeah. balances and shapes and everything else. But, you know, really great from them. I mean, Man United, again, it was difficult to look at a close yeah, look at this one because the game's yeah. going on in that same window. Yeah. But it's a bit of a blow for Man United, Rob. Yeah. You know, given mm. the steps forward that we've right. all seen in the style of play and everything else. Ronaldo named captain today as well. Uh, what, what, what do we think? There. What do we think about that? What do we think about that? It's an obviously interesting call that he's, he's, he's made for a reason. I, I, I'm struggling actually to, to get in his head and, and what the reason is. Is it just a public support of Ronaldo after some of the things that have gone a on? A sign of respect weeks? that our, yeah. you know, our normal captain's not playing and, and you're the most experienced and decorated player. Mm. You should lead this team yeah. out. Maybe yeah, another maybe. ploy to get him on side, yeah. to get him feeling more responsible for the group and for yeah. the team and for the squad and for pre the next games where he's not going to play. I don't know. Yeah, I again, know. I, I'm not sure. Kind of gimmicky. Uh, it's a little gimmicky for me. Mm. He's not. He's not a future of the club, is he? He's not the future yeah. of the club. Yeah. He hasn't really led by example in some circumstances, and others he has the way that he. I suppose with Bruno uh, not playing, it might have been difficult. You know, whether De Gea or something. I'm not yeah, maybe too sure who, 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 the, who the candidates were. Yeah, that's right. I tell you, I've got to move before we move things yeah. on. My underappreciated oh, right. perform of the week is Mr. Unai Emery. Well, he's only just started, he, and he, and and, and 
He has only just started, but there's a lot of people, certainly from maybe in the south of the country, uh, in the UK, there was a lot of, I think, journalists who at times disrespected Unai Emery, didn't respect what he's when done he was when he was at Arsenal, what he's done in European football, what he's done around in, in Spain, the respect he has in other countries and, and, and what he's achieved. And I just felt like it was a brilliant day for him, the win, say, historic win against Manchester United, a team that looked freer with, with players playing in, in a system that they enjoy, and appreciating, I'll tell you what I've loved about him, that he looks like he is so pleased to be back in yeah, the Premier right. League, that he's Super so humble, pleased Rob. to be at, Super this, humble. at this football respectful. club, respectful, yeah, wants to win a trophy, you know, put it out there. So cup competitions, by the way, will be taken a lot more serious from Villa. They can find a way to get themselves into some kind of European spot in the next couple of years. This is a guy who wins Europa League with his eyes shut, by the way. That's his tournament. And we've, we've missed him. We've missed we him in the missed Premier him. League. He's a personality. He's a personality. He, brings, he brings something to it. And he tries his best to, to, to jump into the language straight away. With, 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 which is like, well done, mate. Yeah. Like, it's not imagine easy us, to do that. Imagine, imagine us going, going to Spain. And yeah, trying to, yeah so there's a, he's a little bit of... Um, he's, a bit, he's been a little bit, bit given a bit of stick. A little, little bit. A little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I fun. Like it's fun and stuff. But, it's, but really, yeah, it's yeah. kind of not okay. No. I mean, he's a, he's a Spanish guy. Come over. He's trying, to, trying to, his best he's to communicate winner, with him. He's a European it. winner, mate. And he's a winner, and he's, he's done well. And, and Arsenal's a difficult job following Wenger. And all the issues of the squad that we know since has been dealt with. But he had to try and work with that. So, underappreciated of what he's done in the past yeah. is a good shout. Yeah. I mean, it's going forward, he's gonna, the expectation is going to rise. But I think in general, think Unai Emery has been underappreciated mm. in England in the Premier League. And yeah, yeah. don't That's disagree yeah. with it. Yep, absolutely. Great win for Villa, 3 1 against Manchester United. Great start for Unai Emery. Let's go to St. Mary's, Southampton, my friend, because um, two kind of big stories here. The story of Newcastle United continuing to. to play in a manner I don't think any of us really um, thought they could do it at this stage in this part of the development at Eddie Howe. Four goals. Uh, Miguel Almiron playing at well, a level that... On fire, isn't it? It's, it's, it's amazing. incredible. Amazing. By the way, um, underappreciated, right? I, I think... I mean, we've had... We've, we've probably had, we've talked about Miguel. Had we've had him. And we've thought about him many times. Yeah. I'm proposing we now call this the Almiron. The, Al- the Almoron Award. The Almoron Award, like each weekend, because uh, I mean, the most under underappreciated player ever, ever, certainly by some yeah. other pros in pros, yeah, Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. Um, but no, no, the Almoron. So yeah, I mean, he he is playing a football that's like wow, we've we've never seen. If before. he was English, by the way, he'd be going to the oh, World blimey. Cup way ahead of Jack Grealish. Oh, way ahead. Way ahead of Jack Grealish. And you know what's interesting about that, Rob? And I'll continue on him in a little second. At, uh, there was a nice piece, a long piece this week that I read, probably Athletic because they do all the long pieces, basically saying how Eddie Howe has changed him, yeah. has worked with him, mm-hmm. has sat down with him and kind of said, all right, let's, 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 let's really concentrate on production. Yeah. I want you closer to the goal. I want you creating and scoring more goals. Modern-day wingers in this game... Yeah. Got to get... They're figures. out to win. Yeah. They're out initially to pr- produce a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. Then their responsibility, given that no, you know, we don't see pairs yeah, of strikers so now that, yeah, that share yeah, the goals. It's yeah, one, yeah. so the goal's got to come from the wider areas. I mean, simple coaching like that. I mean, what else can it explains it? What else yeah, would explain yeah, yeah, this yeah, change yeah. from very little production to You haven't got a magic incredible. wand, have you? There's no it's way worked. you can... Yeah. It's worked with a player yeah, to improve yeah. him. 
I think you could say that with many players in this Newcastle team. And also confidence, Rob. Confidence is a massive thing. When, <coughs> once when you once it gets going. Yeah, when you've yeah. got a manager who believes in and a guy who thinks you, you, you can make that work, then it, it's a whole new level. And what Eddie Howe's doing with this style of football, way of football, goals, is, is incredible, Rob. Um, the only slight downside for Newcastle today was Callum Wilson came off at half-time. We, yeah, don't, we don't know, know why. Yeah. We, we're hearing that it might have been some kind of didn't feel well, had a bit of a cold in the week, whatever. Obviously, we're not going to speculate with you know England squads being named and 55 people in a squad and looking towards being picked. So I'm going to say any more about mm. that. Mm. Mm. The other big story coming out out this game, my friend, was the Southampton manager, Ralph Hasenhill. Now, reports, and I believe the Athletic were one of the uh, sources yeah. of report. There's about to be a change. There's about to be a change, whether it's this week, with the week left of, of the season, or during the World Cup break. There's going to be a change of, of head coach, manager, however you want to call it, at Southampton. And that supposedly in a game, we didn't hear this, but it's just what was going around, that Ralph Hasenhut was asked about the situation and almost said, like, I don't really know what, what more I can do. I'm kind of at the end of my tether. Do you feel, like I do, and, and mm. disagree if, if, yeah. if you do, that with the new ownership, and I know this is a little, mm. little tedious, a little dry, but Sport Republic are this, this new organisation headed up by Rasmus Ankerson, who yeah, was a director was of football and a big part of Brent, Brentford, Brentford's yeah. uh, data-driven rise. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they've got investment from, I think it's a Serbian guy, yeah. uh, to have their own company, and they're going to mm. buy clubs, and Southampton's yeah. the first one. Their expertise in recruitment is, the history of it has been amazing. We've already seen it in terms of young players brought into the football club. Yeah. We've already seen, in May... Many of the backroom staff of Hassan Hurtle go. Yeah. Different coaches brought in. Hassan Hurtle was, um, again, correct me, any, so anybody out there, correct me on the finer details, I think was one of a few that was left over, Rob. Yeah. So wasn't, if that's you, don't you think, well, it's only a matter of time. They want their own guy. They can't. Well, we did okay. They're not mm. going to find me right now. But the coaches are different. All the players are different. They've got a different philosophy. Their recruitment, they'll feel they've probably got a list of of a dozen managers yeah. going, who will be perfect for their project and these new players. Is there something in that? There, there, there is something in that, but let me be balanced in, in my answer. There is also some suggestion that Hassel Hurtle was involved or understood some of those yeah. um, play, people leaving the football club, and he was okay with that. So I can't sort of give 100% mm. support to Hassel Hurtle. But, yeah, and I think the other thing, Rob, and, and, and the thing I'm trying to get my head around, and you... Listen, again, we've both been in football clubs long enough, been around football clubs. You also get a sense of whether you're being appreciated, you're liked, and you think if he, if he's, if the relationship is a bit strained and oh, you're feeling you know, the vibe it, off, yeah, those, you off can those feel guys. the vibe. Like I'm not, I'm, it's, it ain't really happening for me. And and, and the biggest thing I think with Hassan Hurt, Ralph Hassanhill is I think he cares about Southampton. I think he probably feels, you know what. It might be my time. Somebody else can come in. I don't want to take this club down, and they deserve, you know, the chance to stay up. So, listen, there's obviously things gone in the background. It seems with the noises that are coming out there, Hassan Earl's not going to be there. And I also just wonder, Rob, with the World Cup coming along, <laughs> yeah. are Southampton jumping the gun a little <laughs> bit like, let's be first to market, let's be first out there, let's get a good look of who's around. There might be some World Cup international managers who might be available. We could... Do a deal now that as soon as you finish, you come in. You come in. Yep. There could be, you know, the candidates who are out there who will be looking for jobs. The, yeah. You know, you're first to market on that. The, you know, let's just say Nottingham Forest decide to make a change. 
Bournemouth. Bournemouth decide to, to install yeah. somebody. Also, that's two jobs already. There might end up being one more that somebody, you know, isn't well, doing Well, I mean, Leeds, well. Leeds until, you know, yeah. we'll get on to yeah. them, but, like... You know, that that was something that could have been. Mm. So, so it's a good shout. Yeah. Like, like get first and get somebody in. But I'm sure they've got their little list. The only yeah. thing I would say, Rob, and, and, and it, maybe it goes back into the ownership and mm. the writings on the wall, it's the first time under Hasselhoff they've been in the bottom three. Yeah, you know, the you very that, first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, like, and all of a sudden, like, it's almost yeah. like they're waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, whenever's... Yeah, we've got to wait till we're bottom three before we can do yeah, it. Yeah, because then it would make sense. The, yeah. the flipping day goes in, yeah. the reports come out that he's going to be gone by the end of this upcoming week. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I, we've enjoyed a lot of what his, his work, Rob. I mean, he's, Correct. Yeah, he's been some weird... Like, do you know like, what, Rob, as well? Every time he's looked like the end is near, yeah. he pulls out a result somewhere. <laughs> he goes and pulls out... I mean, it was, they got Liverpool, haven't they, next week? He'd probably go and win at Liverpool next week, 4-0 or 5-0 or something. Yeah. Make it really, they're, they're at Anfield. Really they're at difficult Anfield. at Anfield, yeah, Liverpool. We'll see. Um, yeah, let, let's see. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Let's move on to probably one of the most exciting dramatic games of the weekend. It was Leeds <laughs> at home to Bournemouth. Talking about getting last-ditch results, cool. like when you need it. Uh, it's a Bournemouth team that seemed to know how to get up in games, but unfortunately under Gary O'Neill can't hang on. I think that's three straight uh, Premier League defeats for them. Um, up at Leeds, 3-1. Leeds fans unhappy. A <laughs> real atmosphere at Ellen Road. Yeah. Jesse Marsh under it, my friend. Mm, mm. And they found a way again through our little friend, Mr. Somerville. I mean, I, I... To, to get... <laughs> And the scenes there, mate, at the end are incredible. Aren't they? It's incredible, this, this game. Well, I mean, first off, watching a Leeds game. Again, this was in the busy window, Rob, wasn't yeah. it? It was in the busy window. Watching a Leeds game <laughs> on a stream full of others, it's yeah. like it's on fast forward. Yeah, yeah, the game's on yeah. fast forward. All the, the white shirts are running mm. forward. All the white shirts are running back. There's so much energy about the side. I'm surprised that Leeds fans... Have, have the have the ability just to take a breath and yeah, yeah. and boo or because there's so much going on. Yeah. There's so much going on now. When it's three one down, that we're then thinking, listen, Jesse Mark, surely it's got to be a little bit more control, yeah. a little bit more thought on the vulnerability. The when everybody right, runs right. forward, yeah. like Somebody's if if, if, if somebody yeah. gives the ball away, then you're going to be short defensively. And that's happened so many times, not only in this game but in previous games. So then, of course, the, the the upside of that, the best side of that, is that. With everybody running for, they they create and they force yeah. chances. And to come back and win four three, I know we've been here before. <laughs> we've said before about this, Rob, yeah. with this with this yeah. guy Jesse yeah. March, that that needed a result. He gets it, and then we feel like, there you go, yeah. take a breath, yeah, yeah. continue Pain working. Yeah. But I'm afraid his take a breath will be what one or two games if they get bad so, results. So is, pressure is, goes is, back is on. Is the difference from Bielsa's leads to Jesse March? It's very close, isn't it? Isn't an awful the lot, only, is it? The only blimmin' difference, right, is that there's no crazy man-to-man yeah. with Bielsa. Following, following people. Following there. Yeah. When, when, when they've got the ball, you go and you, you stay. Yeah. So you get this yeah. weird... People getting mm. dragged all over, yeah, yeah. and then massive spaces are mm. created that way. Yeah. Spaces are created by players being released to go forward by yeah. the manager, and, and then, then it turns over, over yeah. and there's spaces yeah. um, because of that. So uh, that's how I can see. But it's mm. similar, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why he was hired, because he's similar to... Attack, 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 yeah. fast, energy, pressing, which is all good. Are they, are they going to be all right? Is, is, that, is that style okay? 
to, to, my, to I, survive. I, th I think they are going to be okay to survive. I think that Jesse Marsh and as Victor Orta, who's the yeah. um, director yeah. of football, January Wind striker. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Bamford went down, I think, in training. With they a, are desperate. Kick, I mean, Rodrigo's not really an out-and-out out nine. No, Rodrigo. he's done okay. He's done, he's done okay. Yeah. They, I mean, the young players, Rob coming in, yeah. and, 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 and Wilfred Gnotto, this Niotto. young Italian that played for the national team, I believe, last time I did some yeah. bit of back... Brilliant assist, by Brilliant the way. Like, like, the other, no, like last Liverpool, weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, Somerville, the trust in the young about, players. He don't care, does he? If he thinks they're good enough, he's thrown them in. And I like that. night, yeah, which is a real trait of Leeds. Real young team again. But they need a striker. Mm. One more piece, Rob. One more piece in terms of a striker, and maybe a little bit more. Like, like yeah. let's let's have eight people getting forward yeah, instead yeah. of like yeah. nine. I don't know. It's, that's the only thing. But again, he's, he's got the job done, and yeah. um, I just hope the fans give him a little bit of a break. Yeah, back to back results. You beat Liverpool. You, you you're down at Bournemouth, who everybody probably at least thinks you, you should be, and then they come back and win that four three. Yeah. Just hope the pressure's off him now. He can manage, as you say, uh, and just try and yeah. Enjoy being in the Premier League. I don't think there's any dull moments there, mate. I think we're going to see this. I think we're going to see it all the way through. Yeah. Craziness, pressure. But it, 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 this was a big win, Rob, because I, I got yeah. the sense defeat against Bournemouth and maybe one more defeat next weekend, and that might have been, the end, be. of, might yeah. have been the end of Jesse. So mm. great for him, great for Leeds, good result. Uh, let's just run through quickly a few yeah. of the other results from the weekend. We, we saw uh, this game, didn't we? West Ham 1, Crystal Palace 2. Really good win for Patrick Vieira. Late goal by Lise's slight deflection off Creswell as, as it went in. A more attack-based Palace. Brilliant. More possession, yeah. more progressive. Yeah. Disappointing West Ham, mate, Disappointing to be West Ham, isn't it? I mean, pretty good in European football. They've yeah. done the while. Yeah, won, out, won all the games. Won all the games, yeah. yeah. Um, they look lethargic. Yeah. I look back at my notes and I always, make an, I always write down the team sheet from the European game. Yeah. Yeah. And like none of them started. So yeah. they should have been fresh enough. God, there was a... A real slowness about mm. their football. Yeah, and the of course, really the fans get onto that. Bit, yeah. And I think Moyes sometimes is, is maybe he's not the one to... I don't know. Maybe that's a little unfair. It, it, it just it just, it just looked bad because of Palace's... Yeah. Freedom. Uh, freedom. Nice play. Football. Yeah. Creativity. Flair. Zaha. Yeah. Eze. Really good. Mm. Wolf up front. Yeah. Is... is, 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 is He's a, he's a really good player, isn't he? Will Sahai yeah, is a very, very good player. There's rumours of, of Barcelona and Juventus, Juventus I, I know, being, being interested. His contract's up at the end of the season. Yeah. You take him, on you, on a, on a free. Why not? He's a flipper. He's a box of tricks. Yeah. He's got a big heart. He's got fire in his belly. Well done. West yeah. Ham, like, okay. They're, mm. they're, they're on the watch list, by the way. <laughs> West Ham are on the watch list. Well, that sort of performance... Robbie Musto's watch well, list is given, not where given, you want to be. Given that what those West Ham fans want, mm. not... not Ignoring what a great job he's done over, yeah, but yeah. but what what we say in football, Robert, is it eight, 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 eight bad, bad yeah, performances, eight performances and, and you're yeah. bang under pressure. You want you want yeah, and 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 fifteenth in the league table for mm. this side is is not is not great. No. So watch list for them. Wolves two, Brighton three. Lopetegui's not in till after the World Cup break, oh, but yeah. um, won't be pleased. That, you know, Wolves need some help pretty quickly. Um, did get a couple of goals here. Only got six goals before the weekend, so we've got that up to eight now. But Brighton get back-to-back -back wins with Deserby again. Brilliant. Our friend keeps keeps coming. Great result against Chelsea, and yeah. as you said, another one who's going to bring something to the league, mate. Great. He's, he's, he's clever. He's inventive. He has yeah. a style of play. Brave, attacking, yeah. open, yeah. goal scoring, good recruitment, mm. well-run club. Yeah. Brighton and have yeah. been brilliant run club, and and. I mean, they sit higher than Chelsea. The man mm. has just yeah, walked just away from them to go yeah, to Chelsea. So points, yeah. that that 
they again, again, I don't want to go back to David Moyes at West Ham because he's done great. But personally, I love to see progressive and 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 being a bit more brave on the attacking side and finding the balance, but favouring the attacking side yeah. of it. Deserbi yeah. really, really does favour that. Um, and that's a great result. That's that's a great result. A Wolves that need trouble, that, that are in trouble, and need yeah. help. Yeah, Lobotegi, Rob, yeah. just real quick. So different. So different. What he's coming into to a different like, league, league, different sort of yeah. players, a different situation where it's incredibly difficult competitively. Can he coach them? Can he can coach, coach them out of it? Out can he coach them yeah. out of it? Yeah, that's, that's the question. That's, that's the one. That's, that's the question. That's a difficult job. Nottingham Forest two, Brentford two. Forest come back late on. I think it was an own goal in the end. It went down to that gave them a share yeah. of points. Kind of felt they needed some out this one, Robin. They did in the end. They got they got something against the Brentford team. There's no Ivan Tony, was it for Brentford? He had um, five yellow cards, so missed okay. through accumulation. Um, yeah. And Bomo and Wissa, who um, yeah. both got goals actually on the day, uh, led the line for for Brentford. But good good point for Forrest. Why he? is it? Well, in is the it? end, mate, when you're two one down with not a lot of time on the, on the clock. But when you look at that fixture, take... not on a fast against Brentford yeah. at home. Yeah, it's just one I suppose you, you've. Brentford you've only won, won three win, Premier League games this season. It's a chance to. I get, just think that you know, I look at Forest. It's a point, mate. They, they're not getting adrift. They're not cut. They're not adrift, the, no. adrift and, and that's helpful. And the form can pick up, and mm. Steve Cooper can get things going. Mm. Maybe get a couple of results. Everton nil Leicester yeah. two. Um, this was an interesting game, wasn't it? Because we, we had a good look at this we did one. Have a good look at it. Yeah. Two teams in, in reasonable form um, coming in, into the game. Last year was just a lot better, weren't they? Yeah, they're really good. Really, really good. They're a good team. They're good players. <laughs> Haven't we been saying yeah, it? Yeah, like, like, what, doesn't add like, up, does the, it? The whole Brennan Rogers mm. rant almost about, listen, the summer was difficult. Yeah, My expectation was a target of 40 points for us mm. as a group. I mean, what? What? I mean, really good players. And I'm going to chuck in my IFS, which is my I feel strongly comment. James Madison must go to the World Cup. Let's, it, start, let's start trending. Let's bang it out on Twitter. Madison. Well, I, I, think, I, think, I think it's trending Madison already. In. I think it's tra- trending Man. already. Now, I don't know mm. if there's any history in, in terms of him and the manager yeah. or, or, or yeah, yeah. behavior or something. Yeah, he, he had something, team. didn't he? A little gambling thing where didn't he go out to a casino when he was in, on England duty right. all the time? And I think. Gareth, Gareth didn't like it. Doesn't like he pushed that. him out once and said, yeah. like, he isn't going to be in for a while, but, you know, the door's not shut. I mean, in terms of creative midfield player that's got he, a big he, heart and works he, hard. He, he's in better form than Mount. Miles he's in better form than Grealish. Grealish. Yeah. Foden, no, probably not. But, but not far off. Yeah, but not, not far, far off, off that. Is, is he in good form as Sterling? Yeah. So I, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. Best player on yeah. the pitch. Uh, yeah. Tillemans. Uh, Tillemans was great, great, great. But Madison. Mm. But he's clever, comes from the outside yeah, in, yeah, in the hole there. So um, I thought that was yeah. my standout. And yeah. I, I just think Leicester are a good side. Mm. Well, so fast, by the way. There you mm-hmm. go. Maybe we should have had him as underappreciated. I had him last, yeah, I've had him last week or the uh, week before, yeah. I had him, yeah. I said we, he's made a difference. He's, he's made a real difference. He's been in there, mate. They've they conceded like Very I think four goals. He conceded 22 goals in the first six games, six, seven games. Yeah, brought him in. since then. No. Yeah, he's, he's looked really yeah. good. He's a David Luiz lookalike. He is. The way he moves, the way he runs, everything. Exactly. Well done, Leicester. I, Everton. I, I've got an IFS, by the way. Oh, what's your IFS? Yuri Tillemans. Arsenal, come mm. and do mm. the signing. I'm yeah, telling you now, good. mate. Put him yeah, in that team. Yeah, he's, he's a good, good player. player. He's a good age. He's quality. He's going to go to the World Cup. His contract's up at the <laughs> end of the season. I'm just trying to think back of what, who we've said needs a creative player. I know who we said needs a creative Spurs. player. Spurs. He ain't a Conte. He, he ain't he's Conte's, not an Antonio no, Conte no, guy. No. 
He's more Mikel Arteta than Antonio Absolutely. Conte. Be a great signing for Arsenal. Yeah, a brilliant addition to it's that so, Arsenal group. It sounds like he wants to move on and go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, there's definitely a move somewhere. So whether he contract. decides he wants to go abroad or he wants to stay yeah. in the Premier League, I'm, those two players are great. Harvey yeah. Barnes as well. Yeah. It's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. Good players in that Scores his goals. Team, gets his second goal, isn't he? Jusby Hall's underrated. Yeah, there's good players in that Samaria team. Well in, now the hot, in, in, in the defensive position. James Justin might get a shout with England mm. now. Left backs yeah. going down, of course, with Ben Chilwell. So Dominic Calvert Lewin had a, has had a scan as well, so it looks like his England things could be a little bit doubtful. Are we, are we, are we, do well. we go a little bit early on Everton? Did I, did I go a little bit early thinking that they're looking good and looking good they on were, paper? They were, they, but they were, mate. You, you only see what we see with our eyes. They were looking good, but it, it, it's kind of fell away. Doesn't look great going forward. Uh, the top end of the pitch at the mm. moment. McNeil played this time. Demora mm. Gray, mm. Dominic Calvert Lewin. Bitty, mm. Rob. Bitty, not not yeah. quite yet. Work still work. Yeah, yeah work still some do. work for, for Frank to do. Big big weekend next weekend to get three points before the break. Listen, mate, great weekend as mm. ever. It was a really favourable weekend for the teams in red this week. When you think of the big games, Liverpool beating Spurs, Arsenal beating Chelsea to remain the Gunners top of the table. We'll be back next Sunday. That's November the 13th. And that's match week 16. So it's the final round of Premier League games before the World Cup break. But for now, I'm Elf. He's mustered together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night for me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.